Welcome to The Bot Signal. My name is RJ Redden. Entrepreneurs hire me to set fire to marketing methods that no longer work because most can't get found online to save their lives. So I create messages that connect, build relationships, and close deals. Bottom line, torch what isn't working for you and join the messenger marketing revolution. Greetings, grasshoppers. This is your RJ and welcome to the bot signal where we talk about chatbots pretty darn incessantly. Um, well, I mean, not incessantly, Tuesdays and Thursdays at 1 p.m. Central. Anyway, my name is RJ Redden, an entrepreneur. Uh, let's just start again. Entrepreneurs hire me to rocket launch their marketing message because most feel like they're shouting into a sea of sameness. Most can't get traction on or offline to save their lives. And many people just copy what everybody else is doing. So I create messaging that is clear, concise, creates engagements, builds those relationships, and moves that needle on your income. So, my darlings, the bottom line is, of course, you've got to get your bot out there, be bot-tastic, in, able to, in, in order to sell smarter, not harder. Anyway, that is my introduction. If you'd like something like that to introduce yourself, my friend Jane is holding a fabulous three-day live event in Phoenix. It's coming in two weeks, babies. And in two weeks, uh, I'm looking forward to the experience of a lifetime because I absolutely love her events. I will be there. If you are interested, I've got a little bit more on that a little bit later. But first, let us speak about that standing out in the sea of sameness. Let's talk about it a little bit. Because the... I mean, everybody sees the value, right? Everybody wants to to stand out. Everybody wants them, you know, their product, their services to be looked at, to be pulled out from the scroll. Everybody wants that. That's Everybody knows it's a wonderful thing. But yet when it comes to really putting the pedal to the metal, a lot of people pause right there. Why? A lot of people pause right there because they they want to they want to stand out, but yet they're faced with a mountain of these old tactics, a mountain of this worked for me and I made five billion dollars overnight by just putting up a single photograph on Facebook and you need to use this photograph too. Or this worked for me, and I made a billion dollars off of a single email in 1983. That's not, email wasn't around then. And you need to use this email copy too. It's so tempting to go with what someone else says is a tried entry system. It's so tempting to not feel like, I mean, let's face it, in order to stand out in a sea of sameness, you kind of got to break the wheel, right? Um, props to Khaleesi. Um, GOT fans will know what I'm saying. But you, standing out is hard. 
Standing out is wondering if it's going to work. Standing out is I'm terrified to show up in a cape and goggles. That's what it is. I don't, you know, we, when we want to stand out, we do have to have that willingness to be different, to try something that's maybe not proven to try something that, you know, Gary V isn't, uh, you know, currently standing behind and promoting. Um, that's, that's what it takes to stand out. And a lot of people don't want to do that. They look at it as risky. It is, it is risky. But let me say this great risk comes with great reward. Sometimes, uh, you have to risk it big. You got to push the button. You got to pull the trigger, do the thing and see what something is all about. You can't learn how to swim from the shore. And if you take the popular way that everybody else uses to swim, then you're not going to stand out in a sea of sameness. You're not going to stand out among all of those other people who are also shouting to be heard, who also desperately and deeply want people's attention. We're taught, and all of us are taught this, from the moment we begin marketing from our businesses, that it's a funnel system and what you need more and more and more and more of is uh, a way to contact people, particularly email addresses. You need just, no matter what you're marketing, no matter to whom, you need more, 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 more so that you can get your message out because it's this many people who, who come in, give you an email address, and it's this many people who are actually buying, right? If you choose chatbots as your way to go forward, I can tell you, that we don't have to think about that anymore. We don't have to do that anymore, that more, more, more sickness, right? We don't have to do that anymore because the engagement that people get on a chatbot is so great that a lot less people fall out of the funnel. What if, what if you chose to differentiate? What if you push the button on chatbots and you could, you could get, you could engage. Your problem could be engaging. How to engage the best, the most amount of people who are falling in instead of more, 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 more. So <clears throat> anyway, reasons to make your marketing stand out. Uh, that is a big one. So reasons to do it. There are a lot of reasons to do this. Um, you, it's becoming impossible nowadays and increasingly impossible because people are shouting at you through every glowing rectangle that you're around. There is a gas pump in my town that I do not go to because it has one of those little TVs in it that starts showing you the news when you pick up the pump handle. Sweethearts, I don't need it. If I wanted it, I would have asked for it. Please stop advertising to me. <laughs> please, because most of it doesn't apply. So really the trick is making yourself a little bit different, making yourself, you know, stand out a little bit, whether you, you know, most people won't choose to wear weird things on stage. I do. Um, that's totally cool. But how is your marketing approach? 
how is it, what do you put, what's your welcome? What do you put people through? You can start standing out absolutely immediately by whatever you're welcoming people into your circle with, whatever you're welcoming, whatever party invitation you got out there marketing wise, and then how you treat them once they get in the door. So let's talk a little specifically. Before that, I'm going to catch up on the comments. I see I have a few over here. Lindsay's present. Now it's a party. Uh, hey, hey, Stacy, how are you doing? Uh, you're going to beat Barry Cohen in the contest. Good luck on that one, Stacy. Um, we've actually got something coming out later today that is pretty cool. Hey, Ed, good to see you. And Tish is here as well. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And uh, hi, Master RJ Redden. Hey, um, hello to you too, my friend. I don't know who you are, uh, but uh, it's good to see you. Uh, okay, so how do we do it? How do we do it inside these bots? First of all, and foremost, right? I always put these little banners in order of importance. Clear messaging. Mm, clear, super clear, super clear. Now... A lot of us, because a lot of us went to school in the U.S. here, and, I, you know, I went to school in a place where, I swear to you, my freshman year in high school, where there was a world history class, and there was a teacher who uh, assigned essays. Uh, I think they were due every week in class, something like that. Anyway, he would grade them, and at the time, we hand-wrote everything. Just, it was a long time ago. Okay. Don't, don't ask. Anyway, we hand wrote those bad boys because computers weren't, they were there, but they weren't in wide use yet. They weren't requiring it yet. And uh, the guy would grade our papers by holding up the entire stack and then seeing which ones dropped to the floor first. Um, what that does to people is it inherently puts something deeply into your psychology that says more words are better. And nothing could be further from the truth when you are dealing with your messaging, when you are getting your message out there. Clear, clarity is king. Being concise, using as few words as possible is always better. This, this thing, it, it, this more is better concept with the words. Well, maybe if I could just say 16 more sentences about it, people would get what I mean. People don't want to read. They just don't want to. I don't know. Uh, it's just a phenomenon. It's happened. Maybe it's the way our lives have been, but they don't want to read. They want to engage. They do. They want to be engaged in something cool. They want to be part of something, but they don't want to read. So clarity in your message, conciseness in your message. If you can do that with your messaging, with the text part of your messaging, that's a really, really good thing for a bot. Okay. Here's something that I do. I will write it all out and then start cutting because in my brain somehow still more is better. I write it out. I start cutting from there. I cut until the basis of the message is still there. 
Um, that's what I do. That's what I do to get around this more is more in, in the word messaging department. Also, of course, if you're interested in messaging, you need to check out my friend Jane. Uh, you need to go to the event with me. You need to hang out and spend time with me and Stacy and some hoped for peanut butter cookies. Anyway, that, that messaging is so important. It's the first thing. It's that first impression. It's that first impression. There's a reason why I begin all of my broadcasts with that introduction that starts entrepreneurs hire me to. There's a reason it's Jane. I'm using Jane's formula there. I want you to know immediately that you're in the right place talking to the right person. I am not going to spend a whole bunch of time, you know, uh, kind of kicking around the bush with, and, and neither am I going to drive directly into the topic. I want, I want you, if you're new here, to know who I am and what I do immediately. I want you to know that I'm a business immediately. Um, there are some psychological things, again, at play here that help people know whether they're in the right place or not. And I want people to know. So messaging is absolutely crucial and important. It doesn't do any good to borrow messaging that you've used over here and try to put it on the chatbot platform. I'll tell you why. Because chatbot platform is so brand new and people are used to, uh, overwhelmingly used to looking at this stuff in Messenger. Um, Messenger is certainly where bots got a stronghold and a foothold, but that's, of course, uh, at the beginning of the year, that's things are changing a bit. And if you haven't seen my broadcast on that, check back through my videos because we're definitely talking about it. Um, but bots are a place where simple and friendly language works better than anything. And lots of it and lots of emojis and GIFs. Uh, gifts, not gifs. Gif is a peanut butter. Anyway, you want to, you know, with your message, you want it to, you know, uh, you want it to be clear. You want it to be concise, and you wanna, you wanna have some fun in there too. That's what the platform that you're writing for. The platform that you're writing for is much more relaxed than, say, your regular LinkedIn article. Um, it is incredibly more relaxed than an academic paper. Um, believe me, I've written a few of those in my life. Um, it is an informal place. Messenger is an informal place where people talk to, talk to their friends and their family and people they care about. Well, and now that the, the platform is evolving off of Messenger, we've got to look back at those roots and we've got to know that use language you talk to your friends and your family in. Don't get so informal that people don't have any credibility in you. You know, financial services companies talk a little bit, a bit different than, say, a marketing agency. But clear and concise messaging, no matter what. And if you need help, Jane can help you at the event that I'm attending. More about that later. Okay, second. Discovery and exploration. Yep, absolutely. You, there are two ways to do a bot. Um, and you can use a mixture of both. Uh, there are many, many sequences per bot. Um, and some, um, some can be one way, some are the other, but there are a couple of ways to do this. And one of them is you can put people on a train and, uh, this train 
is going to lead to this destination. And we're going to go through these steps along the way. And if you don't pass a step, you don't get to the end. And that's, that's a, it's a very controlled, you control everything about the way these messages come. And unless people go all the way through, they're not going to make it to the end. Um, a lot of people do their bots this way. I understand when I first did bots, I absolutely did it this way because it's so much easier to write a bot that way. Okay. Pass step one. Now pass step two. Now pass step three. Great. Um, maybe you have more steps. Maybe you have less. It doesn't matter. But when you are absolutely, there's a linear, linear progress through the spot. This, then this, then this, then this. That's a train ride. Uh, that's a, that's a railroad situation. Those are good for a lot of things. If you're just starting out in bots, you want to do that. But the higher level of that and the more, much more engaging part of that, because we've all, we're all used to these train rides, right? You sign up for somebody's email address, email list, and you probably get five emails in sequence delivering some kind of a freebie, you know, one to the other, to the other, to the other. We've all been We've, we've all been learning this way for years and years and years, which is one lesson, lesson one, lesson two, lesson three, lesson four. We're taught to, I mean, we automatically, psychologically, we're like, oh, okay, we just sit back, consume the information, and we're cool. Bots can be engaging when written in a railroad format. Um, it's just a little bit harder sometimes because people, you know, people, they want to, you know, uh, they want to, uh, they want to wander off. The reason why the railroad experience isn't working in, in modern marketing and it doesn't necessarily always work as well as you want to in a bot is because actually, and this is kind of a head smacker, people are different. I know, right? Like people are different. Teaching the same classroom and my, uh, you know, if my education friend Teresa is here, she'll know that she'll, she'll have expert knowledge on this, but doing the same thing to every single student for all of the same information, it's like industrialized knowledge. Whereas if you, if you take that same classroom and you, uh, you have the same amount of stuff to learn, but you give them a choose your own adventure. If you give them a, you know, a playground instead, instead of a train ride, think about a playground. We got swings here. We got that teeter-totter thing over here. There are monkey bars present. Um, you can go and play on a set of, the set of equipment of your choice. And you can, while you're playing on that piece of equipment, you learn about that piece of equipment. Taking the playground analogy again, you learn pretty quickly what you can and cannot do on the monkey bars. Now, I've never hung upside down. I've just, well, no, when I was a little, little kid, I hung upside down, but I haven't done it lately. You learn pretty quick what you can and can't do, what your boundaries are, uh, what's, what's safe on that equipment and what is completely, oh, yeah, you probably shouldn't be doing that. It'll crack your head open type of stuff, right? The same, it, the same rules apply when you're teaching people about who you are 
and what you do. You allow them a playground. You allow them some playground equipment and they get to learn all about this product or service by making their own choices and choosing their own path through that information. Now, darlings, it's the advanced form of the chatbot. I won't lie. This takes a bit. This takes a bit to figure out what to do here because you want to effectively lead them through all the information. How do you do that while still giving them a choice about where to go first and where to go second and where to go third? Well, I, I will tell you, uh, I could certainly set up a chat bot to do that. Um, and that's the most rewarding for them. It's the most rewarding for the people because they want to engage. They want to be part of something. They don't want to be part of this static being lectured at from every TV monitor, computer monitor, and uh, cell phone screen forever. That's just That stuff's out of style, and we got to let it go. Giving people discovery and exploration. Telling somebody, hey, I've got some things here. What would you, what do you want to talk about? Instead of telling them those five topics, you know, in that row saying, hey, I got these five things. What do you want to play on next? Um, and then once you get them there, giving them a choice about how they want to hear about the information. Um, so, and then of course, I mean, uh, I realize I haven't mentioned to this yet, but ask them the questions, asking them the questions, being sure that people are retaining what they're learning, doing all of that stuff, um, asking them how they're feeling, what they're doing, how are they, all of that stuff goes in with, you know, discovery and exploration because it's not just discovery for them. It's discovery for you too. And it's an engagement. It's a conversation. It's a two way street. It's not a one-way street like email is. It's not a one-way street like a lot of webinars are. This is a two-way street. Uh, and it works. And that leads me, uh, you know what? I'm going to catch up on the comment before I get to my, my uh, next point. Uh, let's see. Jane formula. Magical. I know, right? Um, wow. Wait, I can't put a PhD thesis into a bot? Woo! Uh, I know, right? You can't, there's just no way. Um, there's no way to make that successful. You can put anything you want, but making it successful, mm, you'd be hard pressed to make that happen. Um, that's right. We all have different learning styles. We are all different. And giving people choices tells you a lot about who they are. When you're in conversation with people and you're asking them questions, you are listening for the answers because the answers will tell them, tell you a little bit about who they are. You want to know this information. A, you want to know if they're going to be in sync with you, not just a boy band. Uh, you want to know if they're going to be in sync with you. You want to know, um, you want to know about them. I mean, that's a whole person sitting up, sitting next to you right there. Um, so let it be discovery on both parts and, and know that we all have different learning styles. We all have different engagement styles. We all have different stuff. So. 
let that let you like uh let that be a lesson to you i don't know why i wanted to say that but i did um how do you build a bot that does both uh yeah it's it's you teresa uh i i kind of thought that how do you build a bot that does both um that does both the you know the train ride and the playground um you basically this and the short answer is you do some as a uh you do some as a train ride uh like you know, uh, maybe there's some stuff that needs to be done maybe for onboarding and it's a lot of specific information and people need to know a lot and people need to do exercises. That's, that's like if you did a five day challenge or if you did an onboarding sequence, um, if you're ever training somebody or educating somebody on how to do a process and they have to do this thing before this thing, you're going to want to use the train ride, you're going to want to use that railroad process um, because there's no way to, you know, there's no way to effectively teach the thing like computer code, right? I've seen it. I don't write it. But code, um, you have to learn certain operations before you can move on. There's no way. Multiplication tables. Unless you know the addition stuff first, there's no way to, because you're building on a specific concept. Those are great opportunities for a, a railroad. And you can make a railroad engaging. You really can. Um, it's just that, you know, the discovery and exploration stuff's a lot better. Uh, and then, so you've got some situations where a railroad is great. You've got a lot of situations where, um, where the discovery and exploration is a better choice and building a bot that does both just means that you build the different sequences according to what you need or the picture you need to paint for for your user or the picture you're helping them paint um so both have their both have their pros and cons uh the con of the discovery and exploration that bad boy is more engaged more difficult to write um so uh simple uh i guess i gotta write have a va write my stuff lol oh you're so funny um very good okay let us go back to the main points i really love this little banner thing they've got so <clears throat> my friends make it a game make it a game give them gold stars for participating give them experience points every time they jump over a milestone um make the milestones very apparent as to what they are um i used to a long time ago have a uh i had a facebook group that's actually still around it was called the dojo that was back when i was sort of a marketing productivity coach um and in the dojo every once in a while we'd have a challenge um and when and i called them uh belt tests and when people took the challenge and participated in a certain way, I would then give them the next color belt in line. Um, it was super fun. Uh, it was very engaging. A lot of people loved it. I gave people little belt certificates when they were, uh, when they, you know, when they had climbed a belt level or whatever. Um, it was super fun. 
It really was. And this is exactly the kind of thing. Now, uh, obviously, karate belt's not going to fit your business. It obviously fits mine. But if there's some way that you can think of how people can, and I'm using gaming terminology here, level up. What's the, what's the next level? Everybody puts that in their marketing. What the heck does it mean? It's way too overused. So I wouldn't use level up in your marketing. Please do not do that. But if you can think of certain levels that people can progress through while they are learning about you and what you do and maybe getting a taste of some of your content and some of your products, stellar. That's exactly what you want. That's exactly what you want. Look at this. Go ahead and look at first page of iTunes or Google Play or wherever you go to buy apps. What's on there? Game after game after game after game. Who's playing these games? Adults. Adults. Who has spent a lot of time and money on Candy Crush? Not me. Haven't done it. My wife, however? Um, there's been... Um, I, I don't I don't think it's Candy Crush. She does some sort of a jewel thing. Uh, but I've never really gotten into it. But there's a reason why people get hooked on these games. There's a reason. Because every time they get the answer right, every time they are able to put the ducks in a row or shoot an angry bird at a weird configuration of pigs and get all of them knocked out at the same time, there's an endorphin hit in your brain. It is. Take advantage of that. Take advantage of those endorphin hits and put them into your stuff. Show people who you are by, by inserting this ability to wear a special badge or, or a special belt. Um, one, of the, one of the really great bots that was out very, very early was the one on Zootopia. Zootopia, the movie where the bunny is trying to become a detective. People got into that bot and they were engaged with the material and learning the content for like 10 minutes on average. When's the last time you spent 10 minutes watching a movie trailer? You know, that stuff is passive. What we're doing here is we're introducing active marketing into the mix. You got to do something to be a part of this party. It's no longer you've got a pulse and an email address. Great. I'm going to market to you now. Um, that stuff is that stuff is winding down. It's just no longer as appealing as it was. Um, it's not not super appealing to me at all. Anyway, um, that's that's what I would like you to consider for the day. That's what I want to have you think about. And, and just, just think about that one. Think about making your stuff a game. Thinking about adding animations, X, uh, XP points. Think about adding things that make people thrilled and make people celebrate and engage people because we want to engage them. We want them to, we don't want them. This is what we don't want, but this is what we all do. We've got the, you know, you signed up for my email. Great. Here's a freebie. We've got those. I've got them too. I, I admit I do try to engage people on other platforms 
before putting them into bots because a lot of people haven't adopted bots yet. They don't know what I'm talking about. But we have, you know, the email, welcome. Uh, and then we have, here's a freebie. And that's all fine and good. But if I have my choice between sending out that blanket welcome email and giving them a freebie and then checking back in the next day with a hi, how are you? Or here's another freebie or whatever, whatever sequence you're doing there. If I had a chance between that and making it so that someone could watch any episode of the bot signal that I've ever put out or uh, get some of my blog content or listen to the podcast. If I could make it so that people could grab on to these things and go, this is interesting. I want more. And this is interesting. I want more. That's the kind of thing that's going to spark interest from somebody. That's the kind of thing where they're all of a sudden asking you questions and getting you on the phone with you. The freebie through the email, heck of a lot harder experience. I know it. So think about these things. Uh, be well out there. I want to tell you that I love gold stars. Oh my God, I do too. I just do. Um, those gold, those angry birds, gold stars, those were a thing, man. Um, they still are, I'm sure. I just haven't been playing in quite a long time. Um, anyway, uh, the, I wanted to tell you that tomorrow there may be a surprise show. I am flying out stupid, stupid early in the morning. I'm going to be at the airport at like three. It's dumb. It's dumb. But I'm flying the complete red eye. Um, I'm going to call it the Zombie Eye Express. I'm going to be flying Zombie Eye Express out to Atlanta, where I'm going to meet uh, Jane. She is doing a uh, conference out there called What Women Want. I would love to do an interview with Jane at that conference. Um, I think it would be so super cool. And we're going to try to make that happen tomorrow because... Uh, well, it's just neat. It's just neat to do stuff from conferences. It's just neat. So uh, we're going to try to do that. I'm going to try to give you as much heads up as possible that that is coming. Um, and, you know, we may or may not get it done. We may or may not be able to get my bags and get to the hotel in, the, in enough time to be able to do this interview. But it's going to be powerful. And uh, I will let you know when that is coming up. All right, darlings. Yes, I am trying to win. Oh, and thank you for reminding me, my darlings. Uh, Jane is giving away two free, uh, free VIP tickets to the event. Um, VIP tickets. Listen, first of all, sales training like you've never heard it before. If you hate sales, come to this event. If you're tired of getting paid in hugs, come to this event. Coming to the event requires... A 197 refundable seat deposit. Refundable people. You walk in the door, she hands you a check for 197. Why? She wants people to show up. She wants people to show up to these events. It's it's a seat deposit, is what they call it. And I understand when I do live events, I'm gonna do the same thing because people will sign up to a free event and not show up. Um, and these things take a lot of time and trouble to put on. You know what I'm saying. Um, so 
That's how the seat deposit works is 197. If you decide to go VIP, you get fed for the, for the event, lunch every day. You get extra training during lunch from Jane and from a couple of other people who really have some cool stuff to say. I can't wait till you see this lineup. You get thousands of dollars of software and programs for, from the sponsors. I will be adding a program in there. Come to this event. Come get and register for the VIP. Register for the VIP tickets. It's a drawing. There's ways you can gain like a hundred hundred chances to win right on that page just by following and liking and you know posting. Honestly, it just takes you ten seconds, um, and you'll get a chance to win two VIP tickets. My suggestion. And it's available when you do the giveaway. There's a link there that says click here to snag your regular tickets right now. I, I would strongly encourage you to buy regular tickets and then also enter to win the VIP tickets. Because um, if you're registered to be there already, why not? Right? Why not? It's free. It's free. They're giving these things away for free. Now, if you buy VIP and then you win VIP, she will refund you the money. Uh, or you can gift those two tickets to somebody that you know would really like to go to this conference. So I wouldn't, uh, like I said yes, uh, a couple days ago, I wouldn't be harping on this, except I really, really believe in the power of getting your message clarified will turn around your business. It will. If you're able to tell somebody very, very succinctly who you are and what you do, um, that will capture attention more than anything else. And uh, so, very good. Also, uh, wait, <laughs> you're going to drop your link. That's fine. Drop your link, Stacy. That's fine. Uh, do it. Uh, hit Stacy's link, people. Um, and yeah, uh, so that is what's going on uh, in, in our lives. Um, I will try to get that interview with Jane tomorrow. She's going to come on and, and talk to you about the event and what's going on and what you can learn there. Seriously, if you've ever thought about speaking about your business on any stage whatsoever, be it a live stream, be it, uh, you know, the, you know, grand square garden, Madison square gardens, anyway, big audience, big audience, little audience, live audience, replay audience, doesn't matter. Your message still needs to be clear and she's the one who can do it for you. So love you guys. Uh, I will certainly talk to you Tuesday. Um, Tuesday, we're having a special guest. Um, it's going to be a freaking hoot and uh, that's going to be a lot of fun, but I may also talk to you tomorrow. So stay tuned on that. Uh, oh, you've already got somebody picked out for your second ticket. That's fantastic, darling. All right, darlings. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to roll off and, uh, we will see you in a bot. Thanks for listening today. You can find full episodes of the bot signal on your favorite podcast player. And if you have the anchor app, stop in Ask me a question, leave me a voice message, and I'll include it on my next show. If you're completely new to bots and you don't know what's going on there, visit me at checkoutmybot.com. 
start a conversation with me, take my free mini course. It's all available. Thanks a lot, and I'll see you in a bot.